Welcome back to Holzer Talk. This is episode four, and I am one of your hosts, Sarah Starcher. And on today's episode, we sit down with none other than Gail Games, who is the Vice President of Training and Organizational Development. And on this episode, Gail takes us through her journey of education and different jobs, how she got here, and really just her journey through success. So we hope you enjoy it. All right. So another question that we had was, so you're the vice president of training and organizational development. But my question is, when you were growing up, what did you actually want to be, you know, before you got into the career world? Well, when I was in high school, I think at some point I wanted to work in the law somewhere. So um, when I went to college, I, I originally started to be a paralegal and um, quickly adopted, I believe, an allergic reaction to the law books because that was way back in 1986 and there we worked in the Dewey Decimal System and there were no computers no nothing and so I had to go back to the law stacks and pull law books and every time I did that to do research on anything I would end up with a massive headache and so I'm thinking there probably was mold everywhere on those books or whatever the case was but then I met Rich and wanted to stay in school longer, so I switched to political science. And, But I'm not competitive enough to be a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, you have to really be competitive to go to school and be right. at the top of your class, and that was not me. So, no, I wanted to be a lawyer, I think, or I wanted to work in the law somewhere. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Now you're here. Now I'm here. Yeah. yeah. It's funny how things like that work out, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you think that you ended up in healthcare, going from wanting to be in the law somewhere to... Yeah, so Rich and I got married. Uh, he had been out of school for a year. He was working. I was just out of school, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, looking for jobs. What do you do with a political science major? You do nothing with it. <laughs> you I go mean, to law school. Yeah. I mean, there's really not a whole lot you can do with it. And so um, I had a part-time job at St. Vincent Hospital in Indianapolis. And actually, it was Rich that said, hey, what about going back to school? Why don't you go to the school, SPIA school in Indianapolis, which is a school of political and environmental affairs or public and environmental affairs. And that's where the master's in health administration program was so I was already working part-time I had that as my last job as a senior in college and so I decided to pursue my MHA at that time and so yeah healthcare was it for me oh yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. nice so what's one piece of advice that you've been given or that you would give to someone that's starting out in their career or striving to be successful um, funny, I just gave somebody advice yesterday. <laughs> uh, always ask for what you want. I think I'm going to speak from a, so from a, just a general point of view, I think never be afraid to step, step out of your comfort zone. And when someone asks you to do something or to start something and you've never done it before, it doesn't matter. Always say yes. Always say yes, because you're going to learn. You're going to learn, and you're just going to become even stronger for it. As a woman, 
I would tell any woman that don't be afraid to ask for what you want. We tend to sit back and we're hoping that our good work shows and someone's going to throw us a bone or someone's going to um, promote us, but ask for what you want, go after it, and don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I, I don't like complacency, so like stepping out of your comfort zone is always a good thing to you know keep improving on the skills you already have and you know further develop ones that need to be absolutely and I'm a big one on diversifying so you know it's okay that you know we enjoy going to work every day and maybe doing the same things because we're comfortable with those things but I also think it's really important if you do want to move up move out whatever the case may be diversify your resume get as much development under your belt as you can take new opportunities, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Which, you know, developing your employees as, you know, in charge of the, in the dream in organizational development department. So yeah. Right. Um, So what's something that people misunderstand about what your job actually is or what our department does? I think the biggest misconception is that we are sitting in offices waiting for people to call us. (laughs) Honestly, I think that's an ongoing thing. And unfortunately, because we do do some specific things, um, that's the reputation that we get. For example, Sarah's the Cornerstone Administrator, so everyone thinks that she can fix all things Cornerstone, you know, and that's all she's doing. That's all she's doing, (laughs) is waiting for somebody to call her about a Cornerstone question. Or um, somebody trains a physician, they're just waiting around. Or that Jason has all the time in the world to look up a CPR card. I mean, you know, just things like that. And so I think the misconception is, is that we are tenfold bigger and different than we were five years ago. And um, I just had this conversation yesterday with Brent Saunders and Lisa where we were talking about who we could seek out for business and training in the external community. And Brent said, why don't you come to the board meeting? And I said, I would love to, that's great. And I said, you know, I haven't been there in four years because four years ago I gave the board my vision. Well, some of, a lot of our vision is starting to come to fruition. And I said, the timing is great. I would love to do, hey, where we were, and where we are today and what we're capable of because we have the most awesome brains in this department and so um we're just head and shoulders above where we were yeah which that would be really cool to you know compare where you were and now you know where we've gotten to and where we're still going to right yeah Yeah. oh yeah we're not even close to being done (laughs) we're on the we're (laughs) at the tip of the iceberg i think yeah yeah All right, so our last question was, how do you get yourself out of work slumps? Because we know that we have a really good team and a really good department, and we love what we do, but still, I think everyone finds themselves in those slumps sometimes. So, like, what do you do to help, like, get yourself out of that and refocus, you know? Yeah, another really good question. Um, I find that when I'm in a slump... I just like start reading a new book and creating a new class, like trying to come up with a new idea, 
a new fresh perspective and let's create something new. I find that I'm most energized in chaos. And right now I feel like I'm completely chaotic. Um, but I don't like the humdrum. And so that's why I'm like, Hey, let's create something new. Let's, let's create a new class that we haven't done yet. And so that's how I, if I kind of dig in and let my creative juices start flowing, that helps a lot. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. All right, that's all of the questions that I have written down for our little trial podcast. Thank you, you have, for having me, Sarah. Yes, thank you for letting me be your host this morning. 